I'm Fleet Cooper, reading from the New York Times Entertainment section. In New York, Selling Movies as a Social Experience, by Glenn Kenny. Last month, when the Ziegfeld Theater, the ornate movie palace in midtown Manhattan, was shuttered, its closing was yet another occasion for New Yorkers to bemoan a once-vital movie-going culture now on the wane. But at least three multi-screen theaters opening in Manhattan and Brooklyn in the coming months still believe in cinema as a social experience. The theaters, the Metrograph on the Lower East Side, the Alamo Draft House in downtown Brooklyn, and the refurbished Quad in Greenwich Village join a very crowded art house scene. The IFC Center in the village is working on an expansion, and though the building housing the landmark Sunshine on East Houston is for sale, the chain's chief executive, Ted Mundorf, said that the theater's lease remained in effect and that we continue to pursue opportunities in Manhattan and elsewhere in the city. Other downtown venues like Film Forum and the Angelica are well established, as are institutions like Film Society of Lincoln Center and the Museum of Modern Art further uptown. Whether the audience is there to support all of these outlets remains an open question. On Friday, the Metrograph, a two-screen theater that also encompasses a bar, a restaurant, and a bookstore, will open on Ludlow Street near Canal, where the swinging Lower East Side abuts the largely resistant-to-gentrification Chinatown. The theater's owners and programmers are longtime movie enthusiasts with big ambitions for their screens, which will show a mix of repertory and first-run international and independent fare. Taxi Driver and The Purple Rose of Cairo will play on opening night. The Metrograph's founder and chief creative director, Alexander Olsch, is also a fashion designer who owns a men's clothing store in his own name just blocks away. Olsch's 2008 documentary, The Windmill Movie, was distributed by The Film Desk, which is run by Jacob Perlin, and out of that friendship came their vision for a dream movie house. Perlin serves as the artistic and programming director, and Elisa Ma, who helped develop the Toronto International Film Festival's highly regarded Bell Lightbox Theatre before working at the Museum of the Moving Image in Queens, is the theatre's head of film programming. Showing a visitor around the still-under-construction site, Ulsh's eyes lit up as he pointed to the back wall where a screen was to be installed in the larger house, which seats 175. The house's second theater seats 50. Scope pictures are going to look great on this, Olsh said, referring to CinemaScope. Staff members say the Metrograph meets the challenge of a changing film buff culture. If 40 years ago you had told United Artists, who were distributing Francois Truffaut's films in the U.S., that at this point in time, American cinephiles would be more interested in Jacques Rivette than in Truffaut, they would have looked at you like you were crazy, Perlin said. And yet, one of the most notable film events last fall was the New York theatrical premiere of a 1971 Rivette film at the Brooklyn Academy of Music. One of the Metrograph's first repertory programs will focus on the work of Jean Eustache, a confederate of the French New Wave best known here for his searing 1973 sex drama, The Mother and the Whore. Ustache is a perfect example of a contemporary cinephile hero, said Ma, who added that she planned to program children's fair and films that reflect the ethnic diversity of the neighborhood. 
This year will also include, at a still undetermined date, the opening of the refurbished Quad Cinema, under the aegis of Cohen Media, the film distributor. The Quad will have three first-run screens and a full-time repertory one programmed by C. Mason Wells, who had long selected repertory films for the IFC Center. I'd love to see New York support as many rep screens as Paris does, Wells said. These programmers and enthusiasts tend to be on the young side. They've heard tell of the ostensible golden days of New York repertory cinema in the 70s and 80s, when there was a huge amount of classic and maverick cinema available, albeit frequently in flea-pit-like theaters. Today, Wells said, the environment is as important as the programming. It's crucial to have a pleasant place to see movie. The Quad was a respected art house that held many noteworthy premieres in the early 70s.